Welcome back to the Anchor Room Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to our very last episode of uh, the Anchor Room Podcast for this season. Hey, there may be more in the future, but this uh, we are bringing the Revelation Series Anchor Room Podcast to an end. And I have here our very own Sarah Fletcher. Say hello, Sarah. Hey guys, happy to be here. Awesome. Well, Sarah, hey, I want to start off with a very important question. We always do it like that here, um, as I'm sure you know. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on who is a character from the Avengers that you admire? Oh, wow. Okay, first of all, I love the Avengers, so <laughs> I great question. <laughs> um, I love superheroes. There's something so cool about that. Yes, uh, So my favorite? Well, your favorite or someone that, or a hero that you admire, because I know okay. choosing favorites can be tough for some. It can, it can. Um, I think I would probably say Captain America. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. I just always really kind of respected his sticking to his values and power under control. It felt like he, he really cared for, Yeah. you know, he just cared for people and he used his power to protect people. I thought that was great. Yeah, always, always uh, mm-hmm. an exemplar of the crew. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked his innocence too. <laughs> yes. You know, he's just a good dude, just kind of chilling. Yep, yep, just a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably say um, uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Ooh. Just so because, good. man, he's just so freaking awesome (laughs) um and i just love the way with which such a diverse character and cast was brought together you know production wise and 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 just the the way that he represented something larger than life for um, many people Um, but just also just the poise and you know even the, the identity struggle of who am i you know am i a king am i or am I someone on my own value? And I just love that storyline of, of the first Black Panther. And so um, rest in power, uh, Chad, Chadwick. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. What an incredible story just of the actor and, and yes. what he pushed through. Right. Yeah. Which, which made me appreciate the, the Black Panther character all the more, by the way. So right? anyway, yeah. Um, so, totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, Enough about that. Um, let's move on to the topic of our podcast. And um, as many of you guys know, Sarah spoke uh, this past Monday Night Live for our very last uh, topic in uh, Revelation. So by the way, Sarah, thank you so much. You did an excellent job. Um, I love hearing you preach and I really appreciated your words and your thoughts. And, and I love the way that you ended um, our series by rem- by bringing our attention to the fact that we end on the promise, right? How yeah. valuable are promises, right? Um, you ever had somebody break a promise on you? <laughs> uh, me, personally, yeah. are you asking? Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the time, right? We're right. people who create expectations and then we break yeah. them. We're just yeah. so, wow, yeah, we are not constant. And that's why when we make promises and we keep promises specifically, it's so godly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So definitely. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And and I bring that point out because like, I know very well how disappointed it is when, you know, when a promise is made to me and it's Mm -hmm. not fulfilled. 
And I wish I could say that I, I, I've learned that lesson well enough to not perpetuate that problem. But yeah. pray for me, guys, because I am still guilty as charged. Um, and so I, and I draw that out because in light of, of what we know, how, how bad it is when promises are broken, how good it is, it is for us to know that there is an ultimate promise that will not be broken. Amen. You know, like, you know it would be something different if, if this was like such an awesome promise and we didn't know if it was going to come true or not, but mm -hmm. we know this will come true. Isn't that so awesome, Sarah? It's so awesome. And what I love about this promise specifically is that it's kind of the culmination of every promise God has ever made. Every good thing he's ever said, he's ever said that would come to us through Jesus, through himself. They're all there in this one promise. Love yeah. it. Right. And, and so just so wonderful. And, and I love the imagery of, you know, um, people, people of every tribe, nation and tongue coming in through the gates mm -hmm. into you know, the, the, this new city of God that has a yeah. little bit of greenery, a little bit of city. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, about that image, right? Because, you know, the story of God begins in a garden, right, with two, with two people, mm -hmm. and it ends in this image of a city. So talk to us about, yeah, some observations you have about that. Yeah, right. Isn't that spectacular that the story begins in a garden, but it ends in a city? I think so often, maybe when you're, you're just reading the Bible and you've, maybe you've started at the beginning and you're working your way through, a lot of what we expect is to go back to the garden, but our garden imagery is just these two people hanging out, right? And it- And they had it good, don't get me wrong, yeah. right? <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, yeah. But I think the city imagery is so much more powerful because sometimes I think we can almost get escapist about the garden. We're just kind of naturalists and we want to get back to under the trees and yeah, yeah. listen to the water and the birds and feel really cool and safe. <laughs> but there's so much more. A city is so much vibrant. It's so vibrant in another way, right? It's because it's about people. Yeah. yeah. And with the nations, yeah, that we're not all separated with our unique glories, you know, together pursuing God in our cultural way, but all of the nations are together in the city. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it's incredible. I think that's such a cool image. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I I love that because you know it, it we have the this yeah very specific image that every nation like every every people is contributing something and and again the promise of like he wipes away our tears there will be no more suffering there there will be no more sin you know how beautiful it is for us to have this image of this city full of people that are so vastly different than each other and yet there is no conflict because everything is made perfect into restoration. That's an awesome city. Yeah. And if we're not thinking corporate, we're not thinking rightly, you know, I think, okay. So at UVA in my third year, I took this class called okay. the history of monasticism. Okay. So monks, monasteries, right? You think yeah, yeah, yeah. old, maybe stone buildings where you yeah. have a lot of men in robes hanging out. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but yeah. What's really, really unique and I found hilarious was that monasticism actually started in hermitism. There'd be all of these people and they'd be like, I don't want to be around people because they mess with my faith and I just want to be close to God. And they would go out and they would wander in the desert and they would try to have these lives by themselves, yeah, just them yeah. and God. And that is what they considered best. Yeah. And then there started to be so many hermits in the desert. They started running into each other and be like, <laughs> hey, Fred, uh, second time I've seen you this week. And that all of a sudden, there were so many of them there. They were like, well, we may as well plant a garden together. And that is actually yeah. how monasteries and like these monk communities began. That's pretty cool. 
yeah, all these people who wanted to be by themselves with God, all of a sudden realized, well, maybe it's better to be together. And isn't that the picture, right? Yeah. And it's not just about our tears being wiped away. Right. It's about every single person's tears being wiped away. All, yes, of, that, all of this war between mankind is taken away. And I get to be with brothers and sisters in the promise of God, not just my promise, but yes. their promise too. Yeah, that is that is such a good point because yeah, like if, if you've spent any significant amount of time in this in the Christian walk, you come you become aware of right struggles and burdens that brothers and sisters in Christ go through, right? Brokenness or you know, unfulfilled expectations or tragedies even, right? That you know, like we live in a broken world, and so on this side of eternity, we're still gonna experience a lot of that. And how beautiful is that thought, Sarah, that one day, you know, my friend's um, woundedness will be healed. His or her tears will be wiped away and restored. I I love that refreshing perspective because you're right. We can often get caught up in what it means for me, but also how important and beautiful it is to consider what it means for others as well. That's so awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not a consumer heaven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, consumerism is all about what do I have, what's good for me, but this heaven is completely different. It's not trying to sell you something. It's just the right. beauty of of a community yeah. being one with God. Right. So yeah. So what is the bottom line of this city? Right. That that's a very important question that we should ask and, and think about. And right. Because so is it that we'll we'll just be you know seated by a, a beach on a you know nice nice what white shore white sand shore i don't know what to even call it <laughs> um, you know i think that could be beautiful again no more sea which to me is very exciting um but i'm sure there will still be bodies of water and probably waves and maybe even oceans who could say yeah, maybe a little yeah. <laughs> i don't think it's an end right when we think about just forever sitting by the waves on the sand you know what's great is that the bible opens with a beginning but it also closes with a beginning mm, yeah you know, like it's not trying to close the story it's not like happily ever after even though it is yeah. i mean it's actually opening up again a whole new creation mm-hmm. so we don't have to think about just sitting for eternity because that's kind of boring right. yeah it's be life yeah. all the things that life entails right and 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 the and the biggest selling point is that it is unification to the presence of God, perfect unification to the presence of God. Why is that so important, Sarah? Oh my gosh, that's everything, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's where it started was this unfiltered, unmediated presence with God and sin took that away. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, where, what is life if it doesn't come from God? It's not life at all. It's death. Mm -hmm. It's just the world's shadows of what could be. And so none of it matters at all if god's not there yeah so yeah life is only life if it's shared with him yeah and yeah that's you know that's the the highlight of heaven and so right we are in just finally perfectly unified to the presence of god there's no more suffering there's no more brokenness no more woundedness no more sinfulness keeping us from from that presence and that's just such a a beautiful image there of that promise yeah. of him fulfilling, you know, that restoration of relationship to the ultimate extent. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that has some very, very interesting implications for what, what heaven looks like. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sometimes I, I wonder, you know, like I remember 
being young and thinking that heaven was just a super long worship service where you know, <laughs> and you know later on I was later on in my adulthood I started thinking well you know that line in uh 10,000 reasons and then they're like 10,000 we'll be singing for 10,000 years and I'm like yeah. I'm already tired the second time we sing that verse <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we'd be doing 10,000 years of this I don't know Lord you know <laughs> that's kind of what I said even in the sermon you know that that image of just singing for eternity, it's such a limited view of worship, yeah. right? Worship is yeah. so much more than just singing. And when we tell people you get to sing for eternity, of course they say, oh my gosh, I'm already bored. Yes. But right. when you see worship as a life lived with God, mm-hmm. worship can be work. It's yes. work without toil. It, the, mm-hmm. There is no more curse. The ground doesn't fight against us anymore, but it's work as it should be. And it Absolutely. feels good and it's exciting and there's creativity and there's adventure and there's purpose. Mm-hmm. So what are you looking forward to doing in heaven then? Oof. Well, okay. <laughs> Beyond just being with God. Yeah, um, that right, is, right. again, the center. But, uh, Every part of it is being with God, but it's yeah. just, you know, taking different worshipful aspects. So yeah, yeah. I guess okay, maybe... Two things. All right, go. Two things that I'm looking forward to about heaven, at least in this moment. All right. Um, after tomorrow, they'll be different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would love to learn every instrument. Ooh. I think there's just so much beauty. If I have eternity, why not learn yeah. the fiddle? Why not learn <laughs> the cello? Why not yeah. learn, you know? And so to explore that, I think would be incredible. Yeah. And the second thing, okay, I so hope that there are open lectures in heaven that it's like, <laughs> come learn about, uh, I don't know, the sloth. And you just get to know everything about the sloth or like how the world was put together. Just science classes. Just yes. We're all like worshiping God when we see like the big yeah. bang in real time. You right. know, I just like, want to know what? how it all happened. I want to know yeah. how it works. I want to understand biology. I want to understand chemistry. Yeah. I think that'd be so fun. I kind of want to go to school. Yeah, I need you. <laughs> pretty much. I see that now. You just want to be in school for the rest of eternity in heaven. Yeah. And you I know what? That's awesome. There's a reason I love being at UVA. I yeah. love learning environments. Right. There you go. <laughs> each step of the way, you're like, yes, God, you're awesome. Look at how you made the slot. Oh, yeah. no. And, and look at the Big Bang. Look, look at how you formed the earth. And we get to see it in real time. That's, I mean, I don't know if we're, we're going to be watching it on a screen or just have that perfect knowledge. I don't know. But um, I mean, yeah, I often, are you that? a space guy? Do you like, maybe we can explore space. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's one, that's my thing. I actually, I wanted to be an astronaut. Um, when I was in middle school, I was convinced I would be the next, I, I was convinced I was going to be the, one of the first people on Mars. And then I realized you have to know a lot of math to be an astronaut. So <laughs> kind of sank. Oh, so I turned more towards words <laughs> than math and numbers, but um, I've always had a fascination with uh, nebulae and okay. I actually, yeah, like I have like many, I, I sometimes go on NASA and just look at and read about all the nebulae out there. And, and as images get better from the Hubble telescope, you can learn a lot about different um, star formations. So I would love to just go out there exploring space, looking at a nebula and being like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. I guess I'd be saying, oh my God, 
This is so beautiful. Look at the colors in this, Lord. This is amazing. And there are baby stars in there. And there are pulsars here and, you know, black holes. This is amazing. How does this work? Tell me about it. You know, I want to- You're making me excited. When you come back and teach the lecture, I'll be there. Absolutely. So I guess maybe I'll also be in in astronomy classes all throughout eternity. And and that that excites me because like, um, yeah, like you said, my worship it's not necessarily going to be, you know, musical worship, but each step of the way for eternity, Mm -hmm. I will never be see, I will never cease to be amazed by God. We're going to have all eternity to know God better and we'll still be amazed, surprised, Mm -hmm. and have like so many things to continue worship him for. uh, for. Life to the full. Life to the full. Yeah. And that's amazing that like, I can't comprehend what eternity is like, but it's, it will not cease to surprise me. Mm. God's presence, God's greatness, his creativity, his love, his, oh, so many aspects of him that we'll get to explore. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it's not like, you know, we're going to finally, you know, get to the finish line and be like, okay, we've learned everything there is to know about God. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's what is amazing about this new city, this new completion, this promise, right? That he finally says, I will bring everything to restoration and Mm -hmm. we will be together and and we will be together with each other and with him in this perfect world. And that is so hopeful. That is a promise we can stake our lives on. And man, I'm just filled with excitement as as we wrap up this, um, this series and even move into the Christmas season, right? That is filled with- Um, with more hope of, you know, our savior and, and what he did. So I've already got the Christmas songs on. <laughs> yep. Same here. Same here. <laughs> we already get, bought our little advent chocolate calendar Aww. that we like. Every, Who gets every, the chocolate? Yeah, well, I guess Abigail and I, cause <laughs> yeah, we're still controlling how much uh, our child consumes sweets. So yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing some thoughts with us, for blessing us with uh, that message on Monday. Uh, for those of you listening, if you haven't heard it, go out there to our um, podcast and, and catch a listen. Um, and yeah, be encouraged. God's promises are amazing. They're larger mm-hmm. than life. And we can stake our lives on them that they will be faithful, uh, that he will be faithful to the end. Amen. So with that, uh, thanks for joining us for this first season of the Anchor Room podcast, this big experiment we've been doing. Um, It's been a lot of fun, and uh, we have a few things uh, planned for the future, so stay tuned. Uh, We'll be back. In the meantime, enjoy uh, your break season, and we'll catch you out there soon. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.